What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Mind Hiking Podcast. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and today, this episode is not for the faint of heart. This is going to be a, a, a powerful one, so if you get offended easily, then maybe maybe skip this one. Um, we really go deep into our core beliefs and views, so um, hang on tight for this one. It's a it's an interesting one, and if you make it to the end, I appreciate you guys. It's It's cool that... You're willing to listen. If you agree, keep fighting that fight. If you disagree, I respect you for getting through it. So thank you and love you all and hang on tight and stay tuned. <laughs> Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host Brody Fry and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Two, one, you're live. <laughs> Hell yeah. Jeremy Lesser, welcome back to the Mind Hiking Podcast. Thanks for having me back. Hell yeah. What are you eating? I'm eating some cream puffs. What the fuck? Where did you get that? <laughs> Your freezer from the last party we had. <laughs> totally forgot about those. I opened it up to throw an ice pack back in there, and I'm like, cream puffs? This house Don't is actually ha half yours. You, just, <laughs> you know more about the house than I do. <laughs> just like know where everything's stocked. I don't even know we have this stuff. Yep. You just secretly have a, like, a, a hidden stash behind everything in your freezer. <laughs> a notepad in your truck of the inventory of my house. <laughs> yep. All right, this week he has this, this, and that. Yeah, yeah. You just ask me, or you tell me, you're like, hey, Brody, you need to go grocery shopping. <laughs> You don't have any more food yeah, here. Yeah, you're out of this, this, this. this. <laughs> God, yeah. I just start paying you to inventory my house. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Well, ooh, juicy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Ah, superior light beer, Michelob Ultra. Mm-hmm. What do you got there? I got myself a Crystal Lake Brewing Beach Blondie. Oh fuck yeah! For, mm -hmm. From the local brewery. From the local brewery. That's nice. The yeah, good stuff. Those are those are good beers. They're mm -hmm. like they're they're light, but they're like zippy. Yep. I like it. Yeah. It's good. They're enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have a. They got quite a bit of stuff. Don't yeah, they? they have a good selection. I don't know all of them, but I've had a lot of Beach Blondie. That one's before, good. So. That's the only one from them that I have tried, but mm -hmm. it's pretty good. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You're wearing your swim trunks right now, so am yep. I. Mm -hmm. Just uh, got back from the beach playing some sand volleyball with the locals. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. We uh, called you up. I was like, hey, we've been living here for fucking like, oh, excuse me. Uh, I'm pushing three years probably. I don't, yep. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> and never took strategic advantage of that mm -hmm. beach. Oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> and walked down there today, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just spend the whole day down here. There's a volleyball net set up here. Let's play some volleyball. I called you up, and Fuck yeah. here you are. We're exhausted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long day out in the sun, finally soaking it up for once instead yeah. of being stuck in a shop all day. Yeah, literally. We're used to working outside all day from the farm and then mm -hmm. and then just get stuck in the shop and yep. deprived of vitamin D from the sun. And oh, yeah. <clears throat> we always used to be, like, brown skin. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we used to be, like, fucking... We, crazy dark we would literally time. like just from being out on the farm working out in the sunlight we would literally no no 
uh, sunscreen, we would buy like straight bronzer, yeah. like zero SPF, mm-hmm. just just bronzing oil, and just soak ourselves in bronzing oil, and we just go out there and shovel shit and just work the day away oh, yeah. out in the sun all day long, yep. sunrise to sunset, and literally we wouldn't burn. It would just yeah. be like we would be brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like I don't know how we didn't burn. Yeah, like as much as we could have. Yeah, like we were literally baking for yeah. like 12 hour days oh yeah it's crazy but uh yeah now just in the shop and we're just like mm-hmm. pale as can be pale albinos yeah literally and now it's like yeah we were even out there and one of the guys out there was just like wow like you guys got the bodies like way do you way to show off your your body you make everybody feel bad about themselves but <laughs> and then he was just like well, why are you guys so pale? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, well, we're in the shop all day, sir. Yeah, I was like, well, for, first of all, sir, why the f- what's up with all these judgments here? Yeah, like, <laughs> what the like, fuck? I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was a cool guy. He was. Oh, yeah. He walked. We were playing volleyball by ourselves actually, mm-hmm. and then he walked up because like we kind of started the whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah, he walked up, he's like, hey, we had the 4:30 reservation on this court, and we're just like, oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, no, I'm just messing with you. You mind if we join? Yep. And then everybody just swarms out. Yeah. Yeah, started with like fucking awesome. You, me, and Katie, and then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, we had like bunch of six, locals. six v six. Yeah, fucking that was fun. Yep, and, and plenty more too because they were shuffling in and out. Oh yeah, like, the there whole was day. multiple people just like rotating in. <laughs> like we, I get, we bought pizza. Yep. Sat down, eight other people joined in, took our place, and then yeah. we waited like an hour or two after. And Hell yeah. Everyone yeah, you, was still playing. Do, was that DoorDash? Yeah. You DoorDashed pizza to the beach? Yeah. Did you like DoorDash the address to the house next to the beach? Yeah. And, and then just said, yeah. at the, the beach. The lady, <laughs> literally, I go there. The lady, she like rolls up and I notice that she's there and I whipped open the messenger because she's like parked like a couple houses down and yep. I'm like, we're at the beach. Yeah. And she rolls up and she's like, oh yeah, I was about to give your pizza to the people over there. They're, she's like, did you guys order pizza? And he's like, no. And she's uh, like, do you want free pizza? Oh and then all of God. a sudden I messaged her as she asked that. And she's like, oh, never mind. They're just down there. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm glad we got our pizza. Yeah. Yeah. That would have sucked. Yeah. I saw you, you ran off the court and the guys are like, yeah, we're, we just finished a round there, I think. And he's like, mm-hmm. you want to play another round? Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. And then you just like run off and I was like, wait, wait, wait. He's, we got pizza coming. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking funny. But oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that cool. I just ordering pizza at the beach and just oh yeah, it's funny. A nice relaxing day. Yeah, and that they got like this huge sign of rules and oh yeah, it's every single rule on that list was broken by mm-hmm. everybody there. I mean, yeah, there's literally. like everybody's there. There has like their beer cans just like sitting next to the court as we're playing volleyball. We're all yep. just getting, we're just drinking all day and playing volleyball. And there's just a huge no alcohol sign. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere, everywhere, and there's probably like. 30 to 40 people and they're just fucking drinking yeah literally <laughs> like all the adults are like basically yeah. half smashed when yeah. we first started yeah. the lady the literally the first serve she just does a header with the yeah. serve yeah and she's just like oh my god the balls keep coming to me oh, oh i love it they're just hitting my face yeah i love all these balls flying in my face yeah it's like yeah. A, who even knows like 55 60 year old woman yeah. saying this i'm like yeah, oh good like, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she was definitely feeling it oh for sure oh <laughs> That's yeah funny. It, was a, it was a cool group of people though it's yeah. nice to finally like get associated with the locals <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah definitely and it was nice to like finally be able to like because normally we're like we'll just hang out here or yep. just like relax at home like, yeah on the weekend so it was nice to finally get out and yeah. like just like 
not worry yep. about anything yeah. and just like have like a good day in the sun on the beach yeah that's cool a bunch of fun people yep yeah i went swimming too they had that little barge out there too with yep. the ladder you can jump off of and oh yeah you found the anchor and you pulled us in a little bit oh yeah <laughs> yep. yeah it's literally was just a chain with a massive cement block on the bottom wasn't even chained to the bottom i'm like i lifted up the block i'm like <laughs> Here, guys, yeah. here's the anchor. I was like, pull us in a little. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just started walking backwards. Yeah. How, is your, how do your knuckles feel? Uh, they're a little uh, little raw, but... Yeah, I feel like I've been punching the bag for almost all day. My freaking knuckles and my fingers like feel like they've been compressed. Oh, yeah. Just from, hit, like, just yeah volleyball mm-hmm. <laughs> surprising sure. it's, it's been so long since i played volleyball but yeah definitely the, the knuckles are like oh yeah freaking got the shit beat feeling out sore yeah yeah <laughs> good good ass day though for mm-hmm. sure Fuck. yeah definitely we need more of that oh yeah we need a lot more days of just relaxing instead of just being stressed out with work all the time yeah yeah so i actually we re- just recorded an episode with russell cad it's that two-parter but uh that was a good one we talked about the loop uh just getting caught in a loop you know oh yeah um yep. and just like with you know you just kind of get stuck in the like wake mundane up. You, yeah you wake up go to work come home do your routine and go to bed yeah and then repeat but it's like good to change make a change do yeah. change things up like switch this. it up yeah like even the simplest things like like this this is just a day at the beach and it turned into that experience meeting new people and yep. playing volleyball and it was just a good time and and it could be things as simple as like again too like like simple decisions can like change everything. Like Mm -hmm. this morning, uh, we went, if you're following me on Instagram, Brody underscore fry underscore 63. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Then you'll see a photo breakfast bar this morning. It was freaking nice. Um, actually there's probably gonna be a few pictures back because uh i posted it today but this is gonna be launched probably like three weeks from now <laughs> oh yeah probably. <laughs> but uh anyways yeah breakfast bar th- that was the day we recorded this and but just like that we tried a new breakfast place it was like just up the road road it was uh what was that called uh it was cubby cave i think oh, okay. or cubby cafe that's what gotcha. it was yeah it was like a little breakfast bar place it was cool that's it was like cool. literally like a bar and, and it just serve you breakfast there and stuff it was Sweet. cool coffee freaking it was awesome but just like trying new things like that and even grocery shopping like just take a different direction like i did that also this morning i went grocery shopping this morning and then we went to the place because gotcha. yeah i was like oh shit we're on dog food yeah <laughs> so i had to zip to the grocery store and uh Took a scenic route on this Sunday oh, nice. morning, just like through the cornfields and, and forest. And a little extra and, time just to yeah, relax. Yeah, a little more time, but like sometimes that's good because you can like, like I got to look around. It was Sunday, so I wasn't in a mm-hmm. hurry. I was like, I'm going to take a scenic route. Yeah. You ever just change things up like that? Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like sometimes like when I'm coming here, I'll take a longer way or like I'll take back roads. Yeah. Instead of taking like 14 and yeah. stuff all the way here. I'll take like a scenic route and I'll just blast some like oh, piano yeah. music because for yes. me it's like if I'm like upset at work I'll just start blasting piano music in my head and it'll <laughs> just like make me cool down. Yep. But, like I'll blast that like going down like country roads and like oh, through cornfields and stuff and it's just like just listening to like a different change in music will like just open up like your mind and like you can tell like you're just so much more relaxed yeah just like able to like soak in so much more it's amazing what what music can do for you like it Mm -hmm. literally consumes your head and like fills your head and just like completely changes your mood like completely changes like everything you're thinking or doing like 
And, and you, you listen to a wide variety. Oh of yeah, music. I, I'll listen to pretty much everything, and like, there's no like real designated like genre I listen to. Yeah. So it's like all of a sudden, I'll there'll be like hard like death metal yep. on my phone and then all of a sudden it'll be like indie and then all of a sudden piano music yeah so it's like just a massive change in yeah everything. yeah you got like the poetry stuff on there yep, which is I also good too. and then you got like i remember one time you you were listening to like 50s music yep. and stuff because yep. you said you're yeah everything you have a good reason for everything mm-hmm. though like your grandfather yeah like my know? grandpa in tennessee like whenever we do woodworking stuff in his uh in his shop we'll He'll just start playing 50s, 60s music, so and cool. like I'll just listen to it, and like I I know most of the songs that he plays, yeah. so it's just like it's just like just whenever I listen to that, like brings you back into those right. places. Yeah, so it's just like a good, nice, like relaxing feeling. It's awesome. Music can just like put you in a place that you're you're not. You know, it, it'll just bring you back to to specific moments or specific mm-hmm. times it's it's amazing same yep. with smells too like yeah you smell sure. something and you immediately are placed there like yep. you, you smell a familiar smell from your childhood or something mm-hmm. and you're like immediately brought right back there. yeah Isn't like whenever cool? like a two-stroke of anything oh, like comes yeah. up it's just like Reminds, straight back to racing yeah the racing it's just days. like oh my gosh those days yeah it's crazy your minds can literally time travel mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and crazy. it's like the crazy thing is that your mind is like all of a sudden you'll remember all these things but then it just like it's pushed all the way back and like the file you have yeah, in your head yeah and all of a sudden it's just that one thing that'll like just click and just connect yep. you back yeah. to that and you can remember it so vividly yep but like if you tried to think about it like previous to that yep. you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to pull it out yeah exactly no it's it's funny though but like i remember seeing something in one of the books that i read about like specifically like all your senses can do that but like specifically your sense of smell is like very strong with with memory because Mm -hmm. it's like towards the core like the receptor i don't remember what it like the part of your brain that that receives that information i don't i don't know the technical terms but Mm -hmm. that portion of your brain that receives the information from your sense of smell is like really at the core of your brain like really part of that reptilian brain like the early brain kind of thing so Mm -hmm. like it really is at the core and really brings you back it's like next to the memory portion stuff so it's like it it, sense of smell is like really specific when when you walk into like a bakery shop that you used to go to as a kid or whatever like simple examples but like sense of smell is powerful bringing you back or like it whether you smell a specific perfume that somebody that you knew used to wear yep. or something like that like brings you back to moments like that mm-hmm. but, yeah i remember there was like there's like a certain perfume that i remember smelling and it like there's it's weird because it i connected it to something in my brain yeah but i never knew what that connection was like i thought about it so hard and like for some reason but it was like almost like a like a what is it um like a secure feeling i would say yeah so like it was weird because i'd smell it and then all of a sudden i'd be like i recognize this smell but i cannot put it i can't connect it with like a memory so super weird how it was like i feel like i've had that there's like weird connections with certain things but you're like like it's almost like a comforting feeling or smell and all of a sudden you get that feeling of like comfort. That's and I'm so like, cool. I don't like, cause I don't remember anyone in my family having that certain smell unless yeah. it's just like a certain scent that your like mind decides to connect with. Yeah. Like that, comfort. That could be. Like, I don't know, but it was, it was just one thing that I like could it's never put my finger on. Very interesting. Yeah. I feel like I've had that too, where like your body, like 
recognizes something specific, but your mind or your your conscious self can't put it together, but mm-hmm. like your subconscious recognizes it, and it's like, yeah, right, it, your body knows that feeling. Your subconscious knows that, and it's just like, yes, I remember this. It feels good, mm-hmm. but that's all you know. You don't yeah. you don't remember what it's from. Like your mm-hmm. conscious self can't put a specific point on the memory or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that's a that's very interesting. I I feel like I've had things like that or like I feel like that kind of ties in with like deja vu too where yeah. like you you oh, yeah. feel like you've done something or seen something or heard something or whatever like been through something but like you can't really put your finger on it kind mm-hmm. of thing but it's a it's a weird thing our minds are amazing they're, yeah. they're crazy things and just people in general are just <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy you ever see like the other day I thought I saw somebody but I know it wasn't them like yeah like it's it's like close to the same yeah. how they look, but it's not them. Like I swear it was that person, but I know it wasn't them because, like, they're. I, I don't want to say it on the podcast, but they're they're going through something specific that I, I know for a fact it wasn't them. But like mm-hmm. when they turned around, the face looked exactly like them. But yep. I was like, I know that's not them because they are injured right now and can't be yep. be out. I know it's not them because that, that person's standing there totally fine. And the person I know can't be standing right now. So, yeah. but I totally thought it was them. It's something like, something like that. So I, mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't them, but it totally looked like them. But it's funny how your mind like plays the tricks. tricks. Yep. Or like how it even searches for facial recognition in like inanimate objects. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that interesting too? Like mm-hmm. you can see faces in rocks or oh, see yeah. faces like in trees or clouds. Mm-hmm. Like or like sometimes like I remember when I was younger I used to like I'd take a picture of a fire. Yeah. Like that was yeah. going and like you can see like your mind would create a face like yeah. in that, but it was like so vivid. So it was interesting. like why am I like why is my mind creating these things? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know what that says. Like the psychology behind it, I don't I don't know because like I know they do the ink blotch yeah. tests yep. for in like physical th- or not physical therapy, but like uh the like psyche or yeah. not, psych- psychiatric. Yeah, I don't know. Thing. I don't know. Like when you're like fucking mentally therapy, therapy yeah. type stuff. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, just like therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're in therapy they just like do the like, ink blotch yeah look like a yeah. butterfly what do you see here yeah yeah exactly that's that's another weird thing that's like mm-hmm. just funny how like we just search for things search yeah. for meaning yeah search for uh, i feel like we're always searching for something yeah even if it's like purpose <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like uh, i think everybody is always in the back of their mind even if they're not thinking about it they're always thinking of a purpose yeah to like for something like yep. if it's like for work if it's for a personal gain like trust in someone yeah like, trying to like find the purpose to like care about it or to not care about it yeah have you ever like just desired something so bad like you sat there and you wanted something to work out or you wanted to even if it was a physical object you wanted something so bad and then you finally got it and now Mm -hmm. it's like later on like you just walk by it like it's nothing and yeah it It was like why was i why was i so driven for that at the time so weird like Like, was it just to like build up to where i am now or was it just like something my mind was just fixated on and once i had it i just didn't care about it it's so funny how our desires are so strong but then once we achieve it or have it it's like 
nowhere near as satisfying. Like mm-hmm. we we have these ridiculously strong, like f- damn near deathly strong cravings and desires, but they're never fulfilling, never satisfying. It's like you achieve it, but it's empty inside. Mm-hmm. It's like or like after you achieve it, like. Like after you achieve something, then all of a sudden you lose it is when you actually start to that too. Like want it again. Yeah. So it's kinda weird how it's like once yeah. you have it, you kinda like just don't care. Yeah. And then once it's gone, it's like, oh fuck, I should have cared more. Yep. Yeah. It's like uh what's that? Uh um Yellow Taxi, I think is the name of the song by uh, Counting, Counting Crows. Crows. Yep. Yep. Yeah, don't you don't know what it, you got till it's gone. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah. a good song. I haven't listened to that them in forever. I love that was one of my favorite bands growing up. Mm-hmm. I freaking love them. It's kind of like deep depresso music, but it's freaking good. It has a lot of meaning in it. They're it's deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got another lyric that talks about like Oh, it's in in, in the song Mr. Jones, I think. Yep. And ah, uh, what was the lyric? It was uh if you've never stared off into the distance, then your life is a shame, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, that's, it seems like crude and like rude, but like, you always have to be looking ahead. Yeah. You always have to be looking in the future. Cause if you're just yeah. looking, it is good to look, just concentrate on the now. Cause yeah. then you're not going to have to have the stresses of the future. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're not stressing about the future, then you're not going to gain anything that if, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's a very interesting interpretation of that lyric, because that's that's actually not what I got from it when I heard that lyric. Mm. Like, looking off into the future, that's, that's very interesting, because, like, that's a great way to see that lyric, just, like, looking off and, like, contemplating the future, because that's not, that's not how I took that. When I first heard that lyric, like, I, I thought it was, what he was saying was, um, like contemplation like staring off into the distance as in like contemplating his past rather than looking into the future Mm, okay dude that's another great like Mm -hmm. interesting thing about individual humans is just like we all think different interpretation Mm -hmm. like you can show like how many times do me and you discuss specific things like yeah it's funny how the like human beings you can plop them down in an in a like bleachers show them something and each individual person can t- see something totally different, even yep. though they're seeing the same exact thing. Yep. Or like trying to figure out like, even if it's like, uh, like a crime scene or something like that, or like witnesses mm-hmm. testifying to something. Like everybody sees things differently. They see the same thing, but yep. like it's interpreted different. It, it's mm-hmm. like it's so interesting. Yeah, how, and there's like, like there's these a few games. It was like a crime scene type like board game. You would have the, there would be a crime scene, mm-hmm. and then you had to solve the murder. And oh. it, was a, it was a game box that you could buy. So it was basically like a one-time game oh, type cool. thing. Yeah, yeah. But like my family had gotten it, and like you could just see how everybody else's brain worked. Yeah. And like who saw things differently than how you saw it. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's funny too, because like, like physically, like we're all humans, and we all have our like genes, and we're built like... I mean, we all have our eyes, ears, nose, mouth, brain, mm-hmm. all of our body. But like, we're all like relatively the same. But like, the inner mechanisms of our brain—it's like so yep. funny how it's so interesting and different. We're like, yeah, we can like see the same things, take in the same exact senses, but perceive it totally mm-hmm. different. Like, why is that? Like, yeah, it's just so weird. Like, literally, the same thing is placed in front of you and. 
or like how many times do are we working at work and like trying to figure out like a color match or something and mm-hmm. it we're all looking at the same damn color yeah but it looks different to yeah. all of us it's yeah literally. so it's so weird but it's all all the same i don't, mm. I don't know uh, sometimes i wonder if like even if something as simple and obvious as like eye color has to do with how you see things yeah i, I don't know it's just like I wonder sometimes about color itself as if like mm-hmm. when I see a green, is it, does it actually, like we all call it green. Yeah. We see green and you can tell somebody like, what color is this? And everybody agrees it's green. But like, what if what I see is like blue and what you see is red? Yep. Like what if we're, we're seeing different colors, but we're calling it the same color. Yeah. Because we all agreed growing up like, yeah, that's what this color is. That's yep, what this that's color what is. That's what green is. But like, like colorblind people, like they'll know what, like there's people who right. know what colors is what. Yeah. But they see the color completely different right. until they ca- finally came out with those glasses that you throw on and they're, yep. everyone's like, holy fuck. So this like, is what, what is it this? actually looks like. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Like their whole world gets flipped. Yeah. That's crazy. That's one thing that's like, that'd be interesting too, to like just try those glasses. I've never seen those in person. So like, mm-hmm. wonder what it would look like if like. Somebody that isn't colorblind put them on. Yeah, and same with interesting. Same with like I think it was my sister, but she told me uh, like in health class they have like the drunk glasses. Yeah, did you ever? I did did those. Those were pretty fun. How was that? Because I I never got to do that. I mean, it's I think it's over. It's dramatic, more dramatic than what it actually is to be drunk. Gotcha. Like it's almost like what it looks like right now. (laughs) (laughs) But like to me, it's like. When I've been drunk, like, I can still see everything fine. Yeah. It's like, it's just your body doesn't yeah. cooperate. Yeah. But with the glasses, it's more of just, like, twisting everything. Oh, okay. So it's like, like you kaleidoscope. Yeah, a kaleidoscope <laughs> where, like, you can see multiple things. Gotcha. Like, to me, when you're drunk, you don't see multiple things. Yeah. In my true. experience. Yeah. Other people could have a different experience. Yeah. But... That's true. T- yeah, again, the... The perception is totally different for each person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that's that's another interesting thing too. But like, also the direct comparison might be interesting too, because like, when we are drinking or we're drunk, like, it might. It's not just our eyesight. It's not the. It's not just the sense of sight that is drunk. Mm-hmm. Like, so is our minds. So our maybe minds maybe are... those glasses are more accurate or or less accurate. But I don't know. But like. It's like a direct comparison. Like when you're sober, but you put those glasses on, it's like a sober mind looking through drunk eyes versus like when you're drunk, you're also, you're looking through drunk eyes, but also your mind is drunk. So it's yeah. like, I don't Like know. your mind's all like discombobulated yeah. type thing. Yeah. That's, a, that's another interesting thing about like mm-hmm. perception and then like being under the influence, like just like. I don't know. I don't know. Just it's it's a goofy thing. Just it ha- is, yeah. having like everybody, each individual person, just like experiencing different things and like mm-hmm. the way people see things. Or I mean, that can even go with something as simple as just speech and like how some people take offense to things and other people, yeah. it, the word doesn't bother them at all. And mm-hmm. I guess it has to do with like past experiences and yep and like who they are as a person and who they are, how they were raised and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I think a big thing is like a lot of people 
are raised in completely different situations. So something that will be traumatic to one person won't be traumatic to the other. Mm-hmm. So it's at the same time we have to understand like, yeah, it might be traumatic, but at this, it's hard. It's easy to say this, but like the, if you think it's traumatic and other people are like, if one person thinks it's traumatic and other 10 don't yep. think it's traumatic, like you almost have to like be like, okay, it's just my mind. Yeah saying that it's traumatic when it's truly not yeah like it's and it's a hard thing to get over like there's a lot of a lot of people suffer from like ptsd and stuff like that yeah like and it's a lot of people can never get over that some people have been able to but it's just a matter of being able to flip that switch in your brain and saying like this was what happened in the past. Yeah. Just because it's bringing my mind's bringing it up again doesn't mean that it's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, which it's hard for, I won't say like it's, it's an easy thing to get over, but like yeah. it's very difficult for people. Yep. And I understand like if something's traumatic, like, yes, you need to help that person. Yeah. And not say like, Oh, just shut up, suck it up type thing. Like sometimes you have to be like, okay, I'll take it step by step because yep. then sometimes just taking it step by step with someone will be able to help them get through it. Right. Which a lot of people are just like the suck it up type person. Yeah. Like just, just suck it up. Who gives a shit? Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's a, that's one thing too. Like back, back in the day, like when we were growing up, it mm-hmm. was like a lot more like suck it up. And like when yeah. our parents are growing up, that it was a lot more like suck it up. And as mm-hmm. you go back, it was a lot more like suck it up. And, yeah. and, and we're getting to the point where it's like, a lot more sensitive which you know i don't know if that's a good thing yeah yeah like i think i think there is a a definite boundary on being like okay suck it up and like being like it's okay it's okay like it's not good to coddle someone yep but it is okay to like assist them to get through it yep like but if you baby them too much they're just gonna like then get stuck on the babying like they're gonna need to be babied to get through something yeah because like Here's the thing, this like the struggle makes the struggle you go through in your life builds endurance. Because mm-hmm. without struggle, it's like when you work out, yep. you're straining and stressing straining, your muscles. Stressing and ripping or like your muscles. when you're when you're running, like if you're training to be a runner, you can't go out there and run a marathon right now. Mm-mm. But if you run progressively like you'll slowly be able to increase your distance over time because you're stressing yourself, you're straining mm-hmm. your muscles and you're like you're building endurance. When you go through hard, difficult, challenging things, you build endurance mentally. It's the same yep. thing everywhere, no matter where you look. And and personal example that happened today, actually, um, kind of. It's a weird example, but like we walked the dogs down to the water, and like Bailey, she's kind of afraid to jump off the dock. Baron goes, launches off the dock. He loves the water. He's a chocolate lab, so he freaking is a mm-hmm. swimmer. He'll he literally jumps off the dock and just like swims out into the lake. And I just let him go because he knows he knows what he's doing. He's a smart dog, and if he can swim he out that far, limits. yeah, if he can swim out that far, he can swim back. He's fine. And uh, mm-hmm. Bailey and like I'm I'm kind of more of like a like I love our family. I I have much love <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for everybody, people and everything. And, um, especially our little ones, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Katie's like sensitive, more sensitive to that, that kind of stuff. And, and like Bailey's her baby. And like, 
So Baron was swimming near the dock. Bailey won't jump off. Bailey's on the edge, whining and barking. She is there on the dock. It's not like I had to drag her out there. She was there barking, wanting to go, and she's just a little afraid to break through that wall. Mm -hmm. She's afraid to jump herself. So what I did was just, boop, just pushed her butt in. Yep. Pushed her into the water, and she jumped in, and she was totally fine. Katie was a little upset at me for that. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's... And I, I... it's everything's fine, but she, I had to explain to her, like, it's good that me and her have that differing, like, it's good that we have that balance where, mm-hmm. where I'm more like they, they'll figure it out themselves. They got to learn yeah. on their own as did I, Yeah, I was like that pushed into life like that. I had to figure my shit out on my own and, and everything's fine. And like, mm-hmm. like this, like. I built endurance and now little tedious things, little tiny tests of life don't bother me anymore. Mm. But like some people, you know, struggle with the simplest little stupid things like not finding a parking space at the grocery store or like the littlest bills or whatever it is. Like people like have panic attacks and like break down over stuff like that. But like, I got this built up endurance and you think I didn't get shoved into a lake before? (laughs) Like I was like that too, as a little kid, I'm like, I don't want to go in. And then next thing you know, they're throwing, your parents are throwing you in or whatever. It's like, just like that. And, and I didn't drag her out there and force her either. She was on the edge of the dock. Mm -hmm. She wanted to go in. She and, just, it was the nerves that were keeping yep. her from going. Right. She And I'm sure like if she could talk or whatever, she would thank me because I forced her to break through that wall. I mm-hmm. gave her that nudge that she needed. Sometimes we all need nudges. Sometimes, oh my God, this is perfect. And we're bringing it right back into this loop topic. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes if you're stuck in a loop for your life and you can't get out, you feel like you're stuck. Sometimes you need a little nudge. Sometimes yeah. you can't even see a way out. You don't even know an option exists. And mm-hmm. Next thing you know, a mentor or somebody comes in and just gives you a little nudge and breaks that wall, breaks through that rut. Like yep. in that episode with Russell, we talk about because we're dirt bike riders, you know, if you if you're doing a circle, you just mm-hmm. dig a rut deeper and deeper and deeper. And then soon sooner or later you dig a hole so deep that you can't even see over the walls and you mm-hmm. don't even see a way out. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you need somebody to just like break through that wall and and help you out. That's what I did for her. I helped her get through that and you know what she did? Swam she kind of like splashed around a little bit and then she just started swimming perfectly fine because she's a dog. She'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I feel that way. Like the on the job training, I don't even want to get started on the whole college thing, but (laughs) that's good. I mean, there's some professions that really need that, but like, you know, trade schools and stuff like Mm -hmm. my dad has experience with this hiring people out of trade schools and they were the worst mechanics he's ever hired and he said he'd never hire a mechanic out of a trade school again because they make the dumbest mistakes like not tightening down handlebars Yeah. and then the guy goes to ride and then all of a sudden the handlebars collapse on the landing of a jump and some some shit like that where it's mm-hmm. like the the common sense you can't teach yeah. that you no. gotta know that from on you the job you have to experience. learn it in like life experience right right so that's and you know what Bailey did she comes swimming around runs right back up onto the dock right next to me wagging her tail or her nub, because she doesn't have a tail. <laughs> she, she uh, Australian Shepherd, we didn't do that. I If if I could have decided, I would rather keep her natural and not cut that tail off. Because I don't understand why, like, 90, like, all these small breeds have their tails clipped. Yeah. It's like, 
they were born with a fucking yeah. tail just fucking leave it yeah like all dogs know where their yeah. tail is right yeah the reason why the breeder cut their tail off uh, supposedly is because being a shepherd it's common that they break their tails on fence posts because they're herding dogs mm-hmm. but 90 percent of people that are owning shepherds now yeah don't but, do cattle. Yeah, they're not farmers. Don't do farming <laughs> yeah. or like sheep herding. Yeah. Like 90% of them aren't herders. Yep. yep. So she's got a nub. It sucks. Uh, not my opinion, but we love her. Uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just, yeah, she came running right back up onto the dock and she was totally fine and uh, in wagging her nub and mm-hmm. uh, has as happy as could be. So it's like. Yeah. If she was actually afraid or upset with me, she wouldn't have came she back. Wouldn't on never, the she wouldn't come back. Yeah, she literally cr- came running around. I stayed out at the end, and she ran right back up next to me at the end of the dock. And that's what I tried to explain to her. I was like, "Totally fine. I appreciate our contrast in, you know, for lack of a better term, parenting mm-hmm. for the dogs." But yep. like, it's good to have someone who's good. more of a coddler, yep. and then someone who's like, "Okay, here the balance here's is good." The push, yeah. Because, like, if they need to be coddled, then they can be coddled. Yes. But if they need a push, you have someone there to push them. You, it, dude, you're beautiful. You, <laughs> you need that balance. You always need that balance. Like, yep. so even with politics, like, you yep. need, this country can't run without a Democratic side and a Republican side. Or whatever the contrast mm-hmm. is. You need argument. It's checks and balances. That's what it comes down to. You have to have two sides to the coin. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't have a fucking coin. Yep. You need checks and balances. You need somebody to keep others in check. You know, it's, it's, you always, there's no balance without two sides. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's for anything. Yep. For parenting and relationships and partnerships, for running up to running a country. Like you, yep. you always need two sides to the coin Mm -hmm. yeah it's really hard to run something when it's only one point of view because when it's only one point of view everybody who doesn't have that same point of view is stuck in this like you have to do it this way right like if you don't agree you're just gonna be yep like you'll probably just leave or whatever yeah but like if you have someone who is gonna sit down with like if you have a boss and like what is it, CEO and COO or whatever it is. If you don't have someone who's like there to like tell you like, hey, this probably isn't a good idea. Here's my perspective of how we should do it. If then you could try it that way. And if it if the other if they don't like it, if the workers don't like it that way, then you just go back to the old way. But then you can just keep on cycling through different ways until everyone's happy. Yeah, and when something gets as too big to to run for one individual and they can't keep tabs on everything, it's important to have like a for example, board of directors where mm-hmm. like yep. you can everybody has differing opinions and you can all so like you got people that vote these people in. So everybody agrees like, yeah, these this is a good combination. Yeah, we'll vote these people in blah 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 whatever. And then these board of direction directors are a variety themselves making dis- decisions representing us and it's like now you got the checks and balances because everybody like checks and balances votes these people in and then the checks and balances are the differing people that make the decisions for us. So it's like mm-hmm. all a repeated cycle of checks and balances. And it's, yep. it's important to have those, those two sides. It's, it's super important. Yeah. Cause like once it, once, once the scale tarts, starts to teeter too far to one side, then the people are teetering like who are, heavier on the scale yep we'll start to do things and other people are going to be like what the fuck is going on right yeah. now and that's just going to send everything into chaos yep 
So everything has to be at an equal balance to where you can be on the right side, you can satisfy them. On the left side, you can satisfy them. Because when the scales yeah. are off, then it's just going to be complete and utter chaos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you got like the, the teeter-totter on the playground where like, mm -hmm. you know, it just falls in one direction and then all of a sudden like it falls too far and the people on that side are like, oh, this is a little too far for me. People start hopping off. Next thing you know, the other side just slams down yep. or whatever. Or like somebody just gets launched off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't, it's, you it's can't so much. be on a teeter-totter without equal right. effort on from both sides. Yes, exactly. So like normally you can't balance it. So you have to push on one side to push on the other. Yes. So it, without that push, you'll never be able to come to an agreement. Right, right. And, and another thing too is like, uh, I feel like there, there's more to this. It's, it's, mm -hmm. There's more to this than that. But like, because again, you're talking like checks and balances and like the balance, but like, we're also one group. We're one whole ourselves doing yep. separate checks and balances. So it's like this whole entire group of humanity could be swaying one way on a larger teeter-totter. Like this yeah. could be a teeter-totter on a teeter-totter. We're mm -hmm. like, we're raising our children uninformed. And now yeah. you got a, a smaller societal teeter-totter within this like nation's teeter-totter or even the world's teeter-totter mm -hmm. and it's like we're slowly teeter-tottering one way specifically because we're you know we're not properly bringing up our future weights yeah. for you know for for example for an example like one thing that i talk about in russell's episode as well i did i didn't actually come back to this i kind of wanted to bring this up again because i we drank a lot in that episode, and it was like especially the part two. The part one was like good, but like it was it, it was, was more more serious. Yeah, it. the part two got goofy, but it's funny. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we. I mean, we talked about fucking everything, and I we jumped around, and I feel like I got too drunk for that conversation because like <laughs> a lot of things that were said, I couldn't like express my full opinions on. I, mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't get back to it. Um, gotcha. We jumped around a lot. and I, yeah. But like one of the things too is like, uh, like I think if I'm just going to say it now because I feel like I got to bring it up. But uh, like I said when I was talking to him that um, capitalism is freedom. And then he told me that I've said on the podcast prior that we aren't free and like we can't even dig a hole in our backyard, which he's absolutely right. And mm -hmm. I'm, I was right when I said we're not free. But in a different sense, like as far as structure goes, like capitalism is as free as we're going to get to the point mm -hmm. where like, you know, if you want to have, if you want to not fear your own neighborhood when you're raising children, you have to have a society. Otherwise, yeah. there's a reason why we've separated from mother nature so much because like you get people that are so like... I, and this is going to be a tough one to talk about because I love nature. It's fucking yep. beautiful. I love being outside, mm -hmm. but something about the risk of putting yourself out there, yeah. knowing like a black bear can come maul me and kill me yep. right now. Like, it's just like freeing being out in nature, knowing that I don't have control. Mm -hmm. It's like letting go of control. When you go on every, anytime you go out on a hike, you're yep. putting yourself out there. It's a risk. 
that you're taking when you go camping or whatever, sleeping out in the woods. It's mm-hmm. like you're gambling with mother nature. Yep. You're free, but at the same time, you're losing that security right. that society brings. Yes. The more secure you are, the less free you are. Yep. And that's the thing. So if you want a secure nation, which is what we got, capitalism is the most free you can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was trying to get across. Which there are laws which will keep society in check. Right. Because if everybody was in this massive cluster of cities yep. with no laws... Yep. It would just be a wild, chaos. wild chaos. Yeah. But these laws keep everybody in check yep. to be like, okay, this is, if you want to be in this society, these are the rules that you have to follow. Yep. If you don't follow these rules, you're going to go to jail. Right. Thing. Yeah. There's and punishments which for. Is, there's punishments for what if, if you don't follow the rules. Consequences. That yep, is the word. Consequences. But it, even in nature, if you don't protect yourself in nature, yep. the rules are. These fucking animals yeah. that don't give a fuck about you. Right. They don't care about your beliefs. They don't care about anything. They they just see you as a fucking juicy Meal. piece of steak. Yes. Like, <laughs> they're going to come at you and fuck you up. Yes, exactly. But, so, if you're out in nature, you have to even follow the laws of nature yeah. type ordeal, I would say. Yeah. No, you're right. So, like, yeah. Yeah. No, that was good. You, you had a good good run there that was, mm-hmm. that was very well said it all just all of a sudden i said it and then all of a sudden just boop yep. left my head dude that's like, exactly what was happening to me too like sometimes when i'm talking i'm like listening back to the audio and i'm like motherfucker that's mm-hmm. what i was gonna say i yep. totally had a point that i was gonna get to and i never did and mm-hmm. now now people listening are gonna think i'm gonna i'm an idiot because i didn't finish that point <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah but, um I'm going to finish this one because I that capitalism thing, I want to really, because I know that's a touchy t- subject and I know a mm-hmm. lot of people are like against that. A lot of people are for it, but I, I really want to finish this off because um, otherwise I'm probably going to have some upset people. But <laughs> capitalism in that viewpoint, you one thing that bothers me is just this whole inflation thing and how, mm-hmm. um, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. I just want to say it on the podcast, but like just how we like in a capitalistic society how it's possible that we have inflation because it should be impossible and the reason why it is possible is because we have financially illiterate parents raising financially illiterate Mm -hmm. children we don't teach anything in school about Money. Money. We, why don't we talk about money? That mm-hmm. Why is that such a sore subject? We, it literally is the functioning oil to our motor, mm-hmm. and we don't talk about it. We're yep. afraid to talk about it. It's such a touchy subject because people stress and struggle over it, but we don't talk about it. It's crucial. And when parents don't talk about it, they're setting their children up for failure. They're, setting, they're sending their children out into a world that's run by money, and they don't talk about it or mm-hmm. teach it to them. Like how many people now can balance a checkbook? Nobody. No one. Fucking nobody like, except they for They don't teach shit in school. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, even me, like, I still, I don't fully know how to balance a checkbook, but I understand it because I went out of my way to, in high, in school, in high school, yeah. in my financing class to learn oh, about Oh, you did it. take finance? Yeah. Good. I took so, an intro to business. Yep. I don't know if you, what it was called for you. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like learning about like all basically finance. Here's something that's like bullshit. That. Intro to business. That was an elective for me. That's really? bullshit. Yeah, that should be a requirement. Oh, it that was should, a requirement in our school. That it should was, be which more was our of a, financing class. I don't remember what it was called. That but. should be more of a requirement than fucking English. I'm in high be. school. I'm not going to forget how to speak English. Yeah. 
Like, why is you need what was it? Three years of math, two years of science, and four years of English. That's our mm-hmm. fucking language. I'm not going to forget how to speak English. Yeah. Why isn't business required? It should be. Why isn't small how, engines required? Why? How much our world would or our, the U.S. would benefit from more like physical labor classes yeah. or even the financing classes like like you said more small engine classes yeah. like people need to learn how to build how shit. many people on every single day across the nation are stranded on the side of the road literally because they don't know how to change a damn tire change a tire or just be like oh i need more radiator fluid yeah my, my radiator overheated. overheated yeah like what why yeah it's amazing how helpless this mm-hmm. world is because we're putting the wrong classes everybody's just like knows pythagorean's theorem yeah <laughs> or freaking any any stupid bullshit like mm-hmm. uh, where a to put squared commas plus b squared equals c squared yeah, once I, the alphabet gets fucking brought into the mathematics like <laughs> we don't fucking need that shit anymore if yeah. you want to go do fucking scientific shit yeah cool go take a fucking right that, bring the alphabet in there's like, a time and place for college that's important for, for yeah. That. yeah but like yeah especially in a high school environment like we should mm-hmm. really that's when you're becoming an adult and you should really start learning how to yeah balance a checkbook mm-hmm. like how learn about money and how it how it operates how our government operates like why is <clears throat> why is our like social studies that was like a mm-hmm. one one year thing in middle school but like why don't we learn why isn't history more yep. like we that's important because otherwise we're going to fucking repeat it over yep. and over again. Like I understand keeping history in and some math, like it's good to get up to like, I'd say geometry Math's and, very important. and Math's, trig and stuff. Yep. Math's, but like after that, it's like this shit, no one's going to use yep. unless you do like go to NASA or like some yep. crazy scientific shit. Yeah. So like, to me, because geometry is used in 90% of construction jobs. Yeah. Most construction places, most automotive places, yeah. like. Well, that's all a, that's stuff. a great point too, because we're like, especially our job, like we're using math. I understand we're using math because I kind of like not necessarily agree with you there, but like math is super important. Mm-hmm. We and you, like I know. I think you're just being too humble here because you use math more than like than you're willing to admit. You're you're better at math than you think because like yeah, being a carpenter, being a plumber, like mm-hmm. you know math well. Mo- the majority of people don't know how to use a ruler. Yeah, you know, it, like that's one thing everyone needs to learn. Yeah, because how, how to read a how to read an analog clock too. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Sorry. Yeah, I think I thought they were taking that even out of school. It's fucking bullshit. But it's insane. Fucking. If you teach someone how to read a ruler, you'll know how to divide up uh, fractions. fractions with fucking ease. Yes, exactly. Like when I think about fractions in my head, I'll literally th- imagine a ruler yeah. and I'll be like, boom, yes. boom, boom. Yeah, exactly. Or I just think of like wrenches or socket sizes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just like, because then, like, because then over time you'll learn like, okay, this, a 13 millimeter is a half inch, nine sixteenths yeah. is a 14 millimeter. Yeah. And like you'll start close enough, close yeah. enough. And like, you'll be able to like understand which is close to each other. Yeah. Three eighths and 10, 10s mm-hmm. are a little bit smaller, but like comparable thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't, this isn't mechanical advice. You should not no, be, don't, don't, you shouldn't yeah. be like, this is just us a, like understanding like our, th- don't round off a, a 10 millimeter nut with a three eighths drive. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do that. That's bad. But use the actual socket for American yeah, or metric. Yes. Well, also, you know how I learned fractions 
I didn't learn it from fucking school. That's for damn sure. I learned it really? in the shop. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do, using these tools. Oh yeah. Fucking, yep. Yeah. You don't learn any of this shit in school. It's mm-hmm. it's insane. Yep. It's like fuck, dude. We're we're teaching all the wrong things. It's just like setting you up for failure. But again, I'm getting side. This whole is a whole another tangent. But like, I never finished off the money thing. Back to money. Back to money. Uh, yeah. There should not inflation shouldn't exist. Yep. There should be no inflation because in a perfect capitalistic society where everybody's financially literate and understands how money works, you sh- there should be... The problem is 1971, uh, Nixon took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard and mm-hmm. it's not backed by... all. The only thing keeping the dollar alive right now is each and every one of our belief in it. It's a promissory note just saying, hey, this is worth this much and i promise that i owe you this whatever but it's all bullshit and Mm -hmm. it's not backed by anything you used to be able to say that it's a what it used to be before 71 was a federal reserve note look at your dollar right now pull out pulling out of your wallet or purse it says federal reserve note on the dollar right now any any bill that means that you can go to the treasury and trade that in for that value worth of gold and or silver mm-hmm. now you can't do that after 71 it's not backed all it is is fake paper and and what's even worse now is now they're trying to get rid of cash obviously mm-hmm. we all know that it's just all well, digital well the thing with that with going to the digital yep i heard i heard that i could be just off by the numbers but yep. it's I think now it's like there's eighty trillion dollars in digital currency, and there's only like maybe around eight trillion dollars in hard cash hmm. in the United States. So think about wow. this: when the U.S. decides to just be like, "Fuck you," shutting all your, shutting off all your uh, bank accounts, which we saw in the, Canada. Yep, which we which, saw with the truckers mm-hmm. in Canada. In Canada, like they'll just shut down all that money. All that money is non-existent. Fucking that bullshit. That is not hard. It's fake money. Money. Yeah. Yeah. It's just imaginary number that we have been so like pushed to be like, oh my gosh, this digital money We're is my sheep. actual hard money. We're literally like, I sheep. have this. No, if yeah. you go to the bank, you have to give them like a couple weeks notice to be like, hey, I want to pull a million dollars in cash yeah. out of the bank. You can't use they your own money. They do not hold that physically in the bank. Yep. Yeah. No, they don't. It's bullshit. And you can't even gift money anymore without mm-hmm. paying taxes. Yep. You can't even inherit without paying taxes. Yep. That's already fucking taxed money. Mm-hmm. How about this? Why can't you vote before you you have to be 18 years old to vote that's fucking bullshit yeah also i think if you're if you're working working. at 16 i was working at 13 paying taxes why am i paying taxes but i'm not allowed to vote why am i paying you politicians but i can't vote for you Mm -hmm. that's fucking bullshit if you have a job and you're working under 18 you should be able to fucking vote another thing why can you serve the country but you can't have a fucking beer yeah why can't you carry a handgun at, and you serve the but country, you can but serve you can the country and use literally a carry a handgun. Yeah, that's fu- you have to be twenty one to have a ha- buy a handgun. You can it's buy bullshit. rifles and shotguns at at eighteen, but you can't. Which I would understand if it's like, hey, you're in the military and you're only eighteen, but you have been certified yep. to. They take classes to, to use a firearm, yeah. a handgun. Yep. You are literally forced to be okay. This is how you take it apart. This is how you yep. use a handgun. This is how you properly use a handgun yep like Listen you should to, physically be able to use or buy a handgun yep. if you've had military training yep episode 32 i believe or 31 
Corporal Danny Lanza, we talk about this. He's 25 and he was literally responding, working underneath upper rank men that were whatever, 20 years old, 21, not even 21 years old. And they're carrying guns, they're carrying handguns. Mm-hmm. And, and like, they go through these classes. They're specifically trained for this. And then they get off duty. They come home back to the States and they can't even go buy a handgun. Yep. And they can't even, cause I remember it would be, or to have a beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's insane. You can serve this nation at 18, but you can't have a drink. Yeah. You can die for our nation. Yep. But you can't yes. drink in our nation. It's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to the money thing because I keep not finishing. <laughs> we this. keep trailing. Yeah. No, dude, this is a good one though. Uh, it's this is, is going to piss some people off. I feel like I hope so. These are good. Yeah, these are some oh, strong man. opinions. If you if if you're pissed off about this, message Brody and we'll <laughs> listen to your comments and we'll give you our opinions on it. Yes. Or just keep listening to this podcast. Or, or just, just don't listening. bother me because I'm probably not going to even f- read it. <laughs> Fair enough. If, if it's something bitchy, then I'm probably not going to listen. Well, the good thing <laughs> is it's good to listen at the people that bitch because then at the same time, you'll be learning other people's perspectives. You're and right. You'll be able to see yeah. other people's perspectives. You're absolutely right. Way to be more humble than I am. <laughs> you're, you're a sweet man. <laughs> Until I don't. <laughs> Until until we're in the garage shooting pool. <laughs> yep. Get over here. I'm totally joking. Yeah. I would never hit a woman. I oh, God. I don't think I even imagined that. Oh, okay. Well, good. I just had to clarify. <laughs> because in this society, if you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They think you're beating someone. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you can't even joke about that. Stuff. Yeah. But anyways. People need to be more joking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Humor. Don't get butt hurt over fucking jokes. Yeah, literally. It's a fucking goddamn joke. Yeah. Dude, life is a joke. Like, what's the point of it all in the first place? Like, actually, wh- why are like, we why here? Why can't we laugh? Why yeah. can't we laugh? Yep. It, why can't I say something so offensive to you that it is so offensive that you can't laugh at it? What is offensiveness? What what is taking offense to something? What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. We're all human beings and we're all going to die. Literally. What, why do we take offense to anything? Yeah. Why cause, why it's bring not like, more stress in your life just to be butthurt about what one person fucking said? Yeah, it's not like we're going to inherit this society. Yeah, Like, no. we're going to grow up, and yeah, we're going to help run it, and we're going to, you know, do our thing, put our two cents in, but, like, we die and nothing matters, so what the fuck? Look at how many older people who have, were probably, who gave so much shits back when they were in their 20s. But now that they're like 50 or 60 and they're like, I don't give a fuck what you think about right. me. Right. Like, who gives a fuck? Go suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. Like, here's a funny thing. Why, why should your opinion matter? Why them? is everybody that's young, uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Why is everybody that's young more, I'm going to say this, try to be as polite as I can. Don't be polite. Oh, okay. <laughs> say, it how, say it how it is. Okay. If you don't say it how it is, yeah, you're, you're right. gonna be sucking. I up. can't sugarcoat this. Yeah. Yeah. If you sugarcoat it, then you're just patting the person on the head. You're and being right. Like In- enabling okay. it. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why? It's funny. This is a funny pattern. Why is a younger crowd tend to be more? Uh, liberal in their views and Mm -hmm. uh as you grow older you grow to be more conservative and i'm talking more specifically financially Mm -hmm. why when you're younger you're more liberal with your money and other people's money you want you want free college you want all this all these handouts you want child support you want unemployment you collect all this stuff Mm -hmm. covid we didn't fucking collect any unemployment we fucking busted our asses we were still working we're still working i'm pretty sure we still profited 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, our company still growed. Yeah. yeah, like we still busted Grew. our fucking ass. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's just like, why? Why is when you when you're starting off as a young adult when you're young, it's funny how and we're different. We're we're mm-hmm. rare. We're a rare breed for yeah. sure. It, why, go ahead. Why is it that? everybody's starts off as a young adult, more liberal in their views because they want free college, free handouts. They want to get money because they're trying to establish themselves, build themselves. Mm-hmm. I understand it. And I'm not like bashing right now, but it's wrong. I think in my views and mm-hmm. my opinion, because then when you grow old and you finally accumulated the wealth that you wanted, you, it, when you grow up, you turn more conservative financially, Mm -hmm. financially conservative, because now it's like, I have this lump. I have this nest egg that I've, that I've grown and built and established. And now I don't want to give it away in taxes. I don't want to be in a higher tax bracket because I've fucking slaved away my entire life for this. And now I have to give it away Mm -hmm. to uncle Sam. No. Yeah. You're being taxed on it. Yeah. Like who, when, when, Biden said, Hey, we're going to get rid of all these. We're going to like take away, um, people's college debt and yep. stuff like that. Fuck. People, it's not being taken taken away. Like if it was, I th- I'm pretty sure it was if it was personal loans or personal college loans, it was going to be abolished and yeah. like taken away. But all like the government loans and stuff like that, who's going to be paying for that? Yeah. It's everybody who is paying for taxes. Your taxes are going to go up. Everything's going to go up. Your groceries, your gas, yep. all that money isn't being taken away. Yep. It's just being put in different places, spread out yep. through everybody. I almost knocked my drink over. Nice. But it's it's not like people. I think it's because younger people don't understand that it's not actually free. Yeah. Your money right. is being taken away secretly in different all these small dollars. Yeah. It's going to be stripped the out of your paycheck. Yep. It's phantom fees. Yep. And like. It's just all these taxes are going to be brought up if we get rid of debt. Here you go. You're firing me up now. Ready for this one? This will piss some people off. I'm ready. (laughs) Totally just drew a blank. What's the topic? Because I was talking about how getting rid of free college... And how everybody is, all the money is going to be stripped out in small different dollar taxes. Like everything, it's not actually truly free. Yep. You're going to be paying that debt somewhere, somehow. If if it's from from your your work, your groceries, your gas, your your bills, from your uh, inheritance from other people, like... You're yeah. gonna be. You know getting what? You know what is everywhere. bullshit though. Just you just reminded me of this, but like I think it was right right after COVID or whatever. They were trying to make like uh, they were trying to get rid of like beauty school, like getting a really? hairstylist license, basically. Yeah. Really? I don't know the specific terminology, but like yeah. And Katie was pissed because she had to pay pay to go to beauty school. Yeah. And now they're trying to make make it so you don't have to go to beauty school to be a hairstylist. And yeah, she's that would like, be bullshit. I fucking paid to for this schooling. And now how any, many bad haircuts there would yeah, be. And now anybody, we'd all look like fucking people from Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I just remembered exactly what I was going to piss people off. Do with. it. All right. Three, two, one. There shouldn't be a minimum wage. Nope. That's fucking okay. Now, now I'm gonna get all this fucking pissed off people, which is which is good. It's good. good. We're growing. We're learning. Mm-hmm. We're keeping an open mind. This is yep. a discussion. 
There shouldn't be a minimum wage. You know why? Because there's competition. There's natural competition, and mm-hmm. that will establish itself. The government should not be allowed to step in and tell us what we should pay people. If somebody doesn't want to make That's creating inflation. Yeah, exactly. Because now you're paying people $15 minimum wage. What does that do to a gallon of milk? What does that do to the price of eggs? It's yep. increasing everything. And also, now you're getting these automatic, automatic machines, these automated machines, because it's cheaper to invest in a machine to check people out than to pay a checkout person mm-hmm. 15 fucking dollars an hour. Yep. <laughs> he's, just like, he's just like waving going. his Keep hands. Going. He's like, yeah, I was going to cut you off. Keep going. <laughs> it's because it's, it's literally business. It's, it's marketing. It's, it's just, it's, it's basic business. You're, it's the competition of business. It's, it's the competing between businesses. You know, if, if there's no minimum wage, which there shouldn't be, you can offer what you want to make and it'll naturally balance itself mm-hmm. out because yep. a business that can, is more profitable, that can make more, may offer more people. It's up to the worker themselves whether or not they agree to work for yep. that price. You're, you apply and you're making an agreement to work for that price. Yep. So that's why there shouldn't be a fucking minimum wage because you're you as a worker are agreeing to work for that Mm -hmm. and the market will determine the wage itself it's not it it shouldn't be the government saying this is what you have to pay people at a very minimum because now you're just putting small businesses out of out of yeah literally what what, it's not like people the biggest argument that i hear is you can't make a living you can't pay for your your life and make a living off of 13 dollars, 14 dollars an hour yeah it has to be a minimum of 15 dollars you shouldn't if you're freaking 30 years old 40 years old whatever if you have a mortgage and you're working and you're you can't find a job for over minimum wage you have bigger problems in your life yeah if you've gone your entire life and you can't find a job that's paying you more mm-hmm. than fucking minimum wage there's a bigger problem there and that's on you oh that's not sure. that's not for the rest of the fucking country to have to pay for mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah literally because i was going to cut you off and saying like because if if you're if the job if the company is offering like eight dollars an hour, yep. I remember it was like six or seven dollars an hour when we actually started working. Yep. And then all of a sudden it jumped up to eight eight twenty five. I think is the last I remember from the lowest yep. that we got paid at the farm. Yep. And it was like wait what sorry at the farm it was like eight twenty five. I think was the lowest yeah. minimum wage. I, no, it was. It was. I think it was down to like seven seventy five. Actually, oh really? I think I can't remember. And I know agricultural at the time there wasn't a minimum wage because yeah, if you're considered yeah, no. agricultural, there's no minimum wage. Yep. Luckily, I, I think that's changed now. But probably knowing yeah how everything goes nowadays, which is but how like, it should be. It's a fucking yeah. entry level job starting off. You should be able to be grateful for what you're making as mm-hmm. a kid. Like, what bills do you have? Video games? Yeah, video games and maybe. candy. Just maybe candy and a fucking energy gas. drink. Yeah, and fuel. Like for because yeah. if your parents have a spare car for you to drive. unless you're a farmer like us, then you got a shit ton of bills and auto insurance and be paying for your more mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. whatever your auto auto lo- yeah, auto insurances. Yeah, but like, but that's a that's a rare person. That's a rare kid. Mm-hmm. Like it it takes a rare parenting to make a child appreciate the money they're taking in and that's one thing too is like it sucked being 18 years old having 
Actually, I had three auto loans because I paid. Yeah. I had Jesus. I had I had my my F two fifty. I had my eighty seven turbo coupe, and I bought my girlfriend's car at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was paying for all that at eighteen years old. And you know what that did? That made me appreciate the money that I was earning. Yep. And I'm grateful that my father and mother made me do that because now I appreciate money. I appreciate the money that I mm-hmm. take in, and I know how to use it. Yep. You know how to of, save it. You know how to actually. Yep get what you want with instead of money. kids living living at at their parents house until they're 30 years old and you know living under it's just like fuck mm-hmm. they got to learn how to you know parents can't just pay for everything for their children yeah. and set them up for failure because like we talked about you got to build that endurance you got to yep. learn how to use money you got to go through the struggle mm-hmm. yep but like back to the money thing like oh fuck you're good i had a blank draw to getting <laughs> Um. Yeah, because like if you're going to pay someone to do a certain job, if people aren't going to work for that company, mm. if they're not paying enough, like, yeah, right. you may find one or two here and there, but the company will eventually have to be like, OK, we're going to have to raise yep. our our individual company's minimum wage yep. to get people to come here and work for it's us. It's basic competition. Yeah, because the, then the company should have the freedom to be able to pay whatever they want and if they're not getting workers if they're not people getting people to agree to working for that wage then they're going to be forced to Mm -hmm. raise their wages because it's it's competition because if they if they're not getting people to agree to work for that then they're going to have to raise it to a point where people will start agreeing to Mm -hmm. work for that it's literally it it's the market it's the market value and like it's gonna then it would create it to where all of these fucking milk, fucking yep. everything, all the prices, eggs, everything is going to balance themselves out yep. to be at the price where it should be. Right. Like, it's, it's not going to be, you're not going to be paying half your paycheck for yep. a fucking gallon of milk. Yep. That's over-exaggerated, but at the same time, like, yeah. people are using probably 30%, 40% of their paycheck sometimes. Yep. For groceries. Yep. Like that's fucking insane. Yep, exactly. And this is this is what I, I'm gonna round this back to this is what I wanted to say in Russell's episode that I never got to and I keep like going on tangents. It's not gonna piss people off this thing, but it's gonna make people not believe it. But um we again I'm trying to figure out the best way to approach this, but we the price of everything should be going down year after year. Mm-hmm. We, there should, inflation should not exist because if we had a financially literate country, a financially literate nation, what should be, oh, hit the mic. <laughs> what should be happening is, and here's an, back to the fake money thing. And like we saw in Canada, the government shuts down the, these Canadian truckers were protesting against a view differing from mm-hmm. the governments and they shut down their bank accounts. Now yeah. they can't pay for fuel. They can't pay for groceries. They're struggling. They can't pay for their bills, fucking up their credit scores. Even fucking have, up if their kids have yep. fucking medical shit that needs to be fucking bought. Exactly. Like, that yep. is bullshit the that government, the government should not, the government decides not be able to fucking do that. To lock them out of their own bank account. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It's their money that they fucking earned themselves. Yep. Yeah, and already paid the government to secure it for them. Yep. And the government just decides Oh no, we're gonna shut this down. But we're gonna still, we're just gonna hold on to this. But the crazy you. thing is, if you have over a certain amount of money, like hard cash, on you, yeah, 
if fucking the cops find it, they're going to be like, "What? where the fuck did you get this money? Right. Like, why isn't it in your bank? Right. Why They question you on everything. Also, it's you like, can't, what? well, at least, at least my bank that I use, you can't use your debit card for more than $2,000 in one charge. It's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's my money. Why can't yeah. I, you know, you should be able to have the, fr- I worked for this and I already paid taxes on and it, it. it. I would understand if it's like, hey, send me a fucking text message or yep. call me or an email and be like, Hey, was, was this purchase yep. you? Yeah. Which I've had my, my yeah. chase do that before, but yep. it's also like, you should be able to spend your money how you want it. Exactly. The government can't control how you. you want to spend your money, right. which with you. this new fucking shit, they're going to be able to, I'm pretty sure it's like Chinese or whatever that are, might possibly be doing it. Or I've heard about it is that you're going to have your own personal rate. Yeah. You're going to be rated as a person, and if your rating's bad, you can only buy this certain amount of things. It's fucked up. And I'm yeah, pretty sure I've there's a fucking movie about it. Like, this is all you they can buy. They made a movie about it. Yeah, you can only buy the essentials. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to buy alcohol. You're yep. not allowed to buy toys. You can only buy food because this is your rating. Yep. Or whatever. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure they made a movie about it. Yep. And as your rating goes up, you're, you're, you open an access to... Being mm-hmm. able to buy more luxuries, yep. more more play things because your rating goes up. That's which fucked. no fucking government should be able to do that. No, no. If that ever happens, I guarantee you a oh fucking overthrow God. would happen in an instant. Okay, well here we go. Going into the Second Amendment. Fuck. Yep. The right to keep and bear arms, and the people people talk about how it's ridiculous that the laws aren't the the constitution it's not the same yeah. as it was back then. Exactly. Yeah, it's you're not, supposed to be as strong as the fucking the, military. Right. The forefathers didn't didn't foresee the the technology that we have now. No, doesn't matter about the fucking. Doesn't technology. matter the technology. I don't give a fuck about what the technology is. We could be using we could fucking, be lasers. fucking lasers. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. the The right to keep and bear arms, the Second Amendment, is supposed to make us as powerful as the military we're supposed to have the exact same capabilities as the military because you don't want that government control you don't want them to be able to shut down riots or whatever like that which is Mm -hmm. you know why do you think there is more more wars in was it eastern eastern fucking areas than america yeah because the governments all there have taken away everybody's rights to own firearms. Yep. Like come like back during I think it was World War Two, right? When that it was either a Japanese or Chinese guy fucking said like there's a gun oh, yeah. there's yep. a there's a person you behind can't, every bush. Exactly. Like the, you cannot fucking come here. America and is the only country that you can't invade because yeah, they, uh, it was like there's a Chinese like leader. Seven Japanese guns leader. per person in the US. Exactly. Yeah. Because average. they said I can't remember exactly what they said, but America's the only country that you can't invade at its core anywhere mm-hmm. because there's literally a gun around every rock and tree. Yep. You can't fucking invade it. It's the most free country and Still, we're That's just being why people fucking come. That's here. the reason. Yeah, exactly. We're all yeah. Again, with the checks and balances, the differing people all coming here with all different viewpoints and stuff, which is which is a good thing. But don't fucking infringe on these laws. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's the laws are here to keep everything in check. Because exactly. If, if if the people did not have all these weapons, the government would be like, we're yeah. overthrowing the fucking people. Exactly. And you're gonna, we'd be literally caged. Yeah. 
we would be caged. It's fucked. If you're scared of firearms, if you don't feel comfortable with firearms, don't carry one. It's fine. Just stay away from me then. I'm fucking trained to carry a firearm and I'm going to carry a firearm in public Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be the one saving your ass because you're afraid and you don't go get the training. Mm -hmm. Like how many people have stopped? This is funny. The news will not cover this shit when someone with a firearm stops a fucking mass shooting in a no, mall. No, they don't. Stops a mass shooting in a school. No. Nope. Stops a mass shooting out at a fucking store even. Yep. And think about this. Every gun-free zone is where the most gun killings yep. and murders are. And that, you can't have a gun yep. here. Yeah, all that's saying is, hey, murderers and, and lawbreakers... Free targets here, mm-hmm. easy targets here, open access. Nobody has a gun here. In a gun-free zone, nobody has a gun, so you're going to be good. Yeah, like how many people, if you, if one person came at, was standing there with a knife, this one person didn't, and this without one person with a knife had a murderous intent, you're fucking done. Yep. But if the person with a murderous intent saw the other person with a fucking knife as well, they're going to double, they're going to, like go through their head and be like, hmm, I may get fucked up here. I'm not going to yep. try to do this. The insane people, like mentally insane people, probably yep. will, but ninety percent of the time they're gonna fucking die. Yep. Yep. Like Well, Illinois, Illinois is the hardest state on gun control mm-hmm. in, in the nation. Yep. And Chicago has the highest amount of killings, gun related killings mm-hmm. in the nation. Yep. And it's like no fucking wonder it's a gun free zone yeah it's ridiculous it's like time after time it just keeps getting proven that that shit doesn't work and and what happens say say they do get their way say they do ban all guns ban fucking everything you know what what's going to happen it, all the law abiding citizens you're disarming that's the only mm-hmm. thing that's going to happen cuz you know what's going to happen to all the people that break the laws already you think they're, they're just going to be like, guns? oh, shit, guys, like gang leaders and stuff. Oh, shit, guys, we got to turn in our guns. We, they're illegal now. We got to turn them in. We got to stop this. 90% it's, of those don't no, even have a fucking serial number on them. It's fucking ridiculous. You think these like gang guys are going to be like, oh, yeah, we got to stop this, guys. We can't. We got it. This is illegal now, guys. Mm-hmm. We got to stop breaking the law. They already do illegal shit when we no, are able to have Exactly. Guns. You're literally disarming law-abiding citizens, and you're going to create more murders. Yep. It's insane. You have two countries with the equal amount of resources. One has a bunch of weapons. One has laws where you can't have it. Do you really think the people with the guns are going to be like, uh, no, nah, we're not going to come in. We don't need your resources. They're gonna, uh, uh, the fucking human is greedy as fuck. Yeah. Oh, yes. They're going to come over there and be like, slaughter them all. We're taking your shit. Absolutely. That's like in France when they banned guns. Yep. And knife killings skyrocketed. skyrocketed. Yeah. Yep. It's insane. There are so many videos that I've seen where it's like a fucking French guy is just running around with a fucking yep. massive fucking machete. Yeah. Like and nobody can do anything about it. Yeah. All carrying a gun does is even the playing field. You know how Illinois got their concealed carry even passed? Because it was the last state in the nation to be able to have a concealed carry. It was uh, the story. The basic story was an old lady got mugged by two big dudes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And she got mugged. She used to have her concealed carry and she couldn't carry a gun when she moved into Illinois. Oh, wow. And then she sued the state because because she couldn't carry a firearm. 
She fucking had to have won And she that. won. She won, and now that's why we're allowed to have concealed carry. Because gotcha. it's fucking ridiculous. Because even an old lady is as powerful as two fully grown men. Mm-hmm. Because if you can have a... If you can concealed carry, if you have a firearm on you, it evens the playing field. There's, you know, we're all... Nobody's going to try anything mm-hmm. because we're like, all... in. We're yeah. evenly matched. You know, it's it's like... If everybody has a firearm, nobody's going to do shit because everybody knows, like, everybody in this place has a firearm on me. I'm not going to try anything. Like, it mm-hmm. keeps everybody in check. Knowing that if you know there's a punishment, immediate immediate consequence, you're not going to do anything. Yeah. Nobody's going to do anything. It mm-hmm. keeps a peaceful society knowing that there's protection around every fucking corner. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I agree 100%. Back to the money thing for the sixth or seventh time, because I never finished this. The capitalist society, the reason why in inflation should not exist is because if everybody is financially literate, they would be saving at the very least 10% of their income, meaning you're taking away 10, every single person paying taxes and working is taking and keeping 10% of their income because you should be... Part of the money you make is yours to keep. That's in The Richest Man in Babylon. Beautiful book. I love Mm -hmm. it. One of my favorites. That is a good book. So 10% of what you make is yours to keep at the very least. So that means each individual person is keeping for themselves, whether you put that in a savings account, whether you put that in a 401k, whether you put that in stocks or bonds or anything. Like you invest it somewhere, keep it somewhere. It's yours. You're keeping that somewhere. You're taking that off the market. 10%. Everybody across the board in the whole country. Imagine that. Now, another issue in our country, I should have started with this, they're mass producing dollars because now if it's not backed by gold and silver, they don't have to have gold and silver in their reserves to back this dollar. So that means that they're free to print this shit out as fast as they want. If somebody wants more money, if they want to increase the minimum wage, they can pump this shit out, which is diluting the value of the dollar. Mm Mm-hmm. Meaning now you got all this, all these fucking dollars out there that everybody thinks they're making more, but now it takes that many more dollars to buy a gallon of milk. Yeah. So you, if it was backed by precious metals still, then they couldn't mass pump this shit out and meaning you're not diluting the dollar. So I should have started with that. And now you, on top of that, so that you can't dilute the dollar. It's a fixed number. Whatever gold and silver they have in reserves, you can trade that dollar in for that much gold and silver. Then you got people taking in that much of their money and keeping it for investment, for retirement, whatever. Now it's totally reversed. There's no inflation. In a perfect capitalistic society, it should be deflation year after year. It should be the dollar You can buy more. Your dollar goes a longer way year after year. You should be able to buy more with your single dollar year after year. Minimum wage should be dropping (laughs) year after year. There shouldn't be minimum wage, but because there is, it should be dropping year after year because you shouldn't be getting raises year after year because the deflation should be naturally giving you a raise year after year. Your dollar is going further. It's stretching more because more dollars are being taken off the market when everybody's saving and financially literate. But nobody Mm -hmm. knows money, and it's just just insane to me. It's like 
the politicians that we elect in don't don't know the basics of finance and, yeah. and they think they can run a country and it's like fucking listen to the mind hiking podcast god damn it yeah literally <laughs> like fuck <laughs> learn something for once uh-huh. <laughs> before you learn try you to try to run this country <laughs> actually yeah oh dude it's fucking insane that was a powerful rant though damn fuck yeah it was it was a good right. one give me a high five on that one fuck yeah Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I was trying to dodge the mic. Oh, yeah. Like, eh. Yeah, reach over that. Uh, any final notes on that? That's about it. Okay, yeah, that was a, that was a strong one. We <laughs> yeah, freaking, no, that was a good one. We unleashed the beast on that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, if any of you that made it this far, we love you, and I would For imagine sure. that you guys agree with our viewpoints. So. Just if not, it's good to disagree, because then we can have a discussion. Yeah, it. exactly. If you made it this far and you disagree, that's cool. I, oh, yeah, I respect sure. you. I really respect you if you disagree with us and you made it this far, because that takes guts mm-hmm. to, to listen to everything that we just rambled about and you disagree. So I, I respect and I appreciate you. So thank you for that. And again, I, I'll keep an open mind if you want to have a discussion about that. Um, if you made it this far and you agree... Keep fighting that fight. Yep. We got your back. <laughs> yep, yep. So, that was powerful. That was for cool. Sure. So, that was a good one. Thank you for sitting down with me. I know you were tired after volleyball and you oh, didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, but, well, you both were all of a sudden you're like, podcast? I'm like, yeah, you were literally like, Oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, you didn't. Give I'm, me a beer. Yeah, Let's like, go. I'm, I'm like, you're not even going to want to come over to my house anymore because I'm going to make you keep doing this. But fuck, dude, no, I'm yeah, so glad we did fun. this. Yeah, we freaking just sprayed magic on these mics just now. Fuck so. yeah. <laughs> Bippity boppity bitch. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you for spending the time doing this. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking oh, yeah. one last awesome. cheers and one last gulp. Oh, I'm empty. I got a little splash. Oh, good timing. Just a little splash. Oh, yeah. Crush that thing. Mm-hmm. I got glass. My fingers! No, <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was a, that was a powerful one. So I appreciate you guys uh, keeping an open mind and tuning in for this one. So thank you. Uh, I love you all. You guys rock. And Jeremy? Peace out. Enjoy the next one. Fuck yeah, rock on guys and enjoy the bonus episode if there's one. Fuck yeah, peace. Fuck yeah, rock on, peace.